The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University Podcast, episode 266. Yeah. Alan, how are you doing? Good. We're, we're, um, we're still in the uh, quarantine phase, but I think we're good. <laughs> I think we're good. All, all things considered, we're okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're hanging in there. All, uh, and after the last episode of Parenting Tips, everybody is doing much better. Yeah. Um, I mean, we just solved all of the world's problems with that previous episode. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, for sure. I mean, people are just like skipping to dinner and uh, singing to each other. Nobody is <laughs> no one's arguing issues. and causing a ruckus. <laughs> Not at all. Um, so for this episode, I want to do how to work from home and still be a dad, essentially. Yeah. Um, for many you, myself, and many others that we know, um, are, are uh, what's the word? Um, we're lucky. <laughs> this is a complicated yeah. word that I'm searching for. <laughs> lucky in that we still have work. Um, yeah. There's many, you know, many who have been laid off or for longer, you know, such and, and businesses closing. And so for many, they've had to transfer to working at home. And mm. that is a role that they have not had um, and still now expected to be dad and add that role along with other things, um, teacher, you know, everything else right. that uh, they haven't had to do before. So I, I think, you know, for anybody who's, you know, whose companies maybe transition to remote workforce or you find yourself you know, working at home, that's what this is for. Um, you know, some people love it. You know, the idea I think of they've always wanted to work from home, you know, and the, the having the commute from your bedroom to your office or wherever yeah. you might, you know, you might be going. Yeah. Um, I've, I've always had an office in my house just because I've done work at night and I've, I, for stints at a time have done some work in my house. Mm -hmm. Um, but I go still, even as a self being self-employed, I, I go to an office, I have my own office. And so, yeah. Um, this is different for me too. And so I, I have had to adjust, you know, now that, I mean, cause I have an assistant and, and other people involved. Um, and the difference too, for most is like, because now the schools are closed, you know, you, you really are doing multiple roles. Like you're, like I said, you are an employee still, but you're a school teacher, you're their principal, you know, you're a PE instructor if you're trying to get them to do physical things. And then all of that employee while still trying to be dad. Right. And, you know, you have these kids who some, especially depending on their age, they don't know the difference. They just see dads there and they want to play with dad or they want to spend time with dad. Uh, for kids that are a little bit older, they might realize it, but might not pay attention to the fact that yeah. you're trying to get work done. So I want to go over a couple of things that I feel like, you know, at least have worked for me. And, and I feel like I've gotten a good amount of work done while I've been home. I've been able to somewhat balance it. There are these occasions where I feel, you know, very interrupted 
but it's okay. Sure. Yeah. You know, I've had to sort of accept that and be okay with that. Still working through it. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I mean, all doing all of this, you know, and trying to keep your sanity is, is kind of the, the, the summary of it and trying to, you know, find some balance between it all. So, um, the first thing, the first tip I wanted to talk about was that you can only do so much at once. Right. And, you know, I, I have talked about this where you can be an amazing dad one day, but like on that same day, you maybe didn't spend time with your spouse, right. you know, or you, you know, did a bunch of family time, but you didn't get that work done that you were supposed to. And so from an employee standpoint or a business owner, you're just, you're not doing as well. And the cool part about just life is that you can start each day over. You know, you get a do-over and you get to figure out personally for you what that work-life harmony looks like. And this is a perfect opportunity to do that because if you look at it that way, you know, it is overwhelming for me. It has been, especially the beginning, you know, was overwhelming. You know, now that my wife is home, it's a little bit easier, but it's still, you know, I still have multiple roles regardless. Yeah, there's still more, there's still right now more required of me than when I am just in my office, you know, because I am here and there are other things that need to be done and the situation, you know, calls for it. So we have all these different roles and I just want to make sure everyone keeps their expectations realistic. Like you can't be the awesome employee, a great school teacher, a great husband, you know, great dad, blah, 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 all of them at the same time. And so we have to keep that in mind. And I say, just keep that in mind as we go through these tips, you're just not going to be, make it perfect. And you're right. going to get, you know, and I think a lot of people have felt that overwhelmed. You know, a lot of parents are, you know, especially the ones who are working are overwhelmed. The ones who aren't working, whether it's, a, you know, because they were working, got laid off, have a different set of anxiety and a different set oh, of problems. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, then they're dealing with financial and that kind of stuff. So for this, we're just, we're really concentrating on those who are working from home and trying to be that. Right. So, you know, um, my, my heart goes out to, you know, people that are in a different situation. Um, we've got some other videos uh, and some other podcasts, hopefully that'll you know, help that. So, the second thing, set up a routine. You know, if you already have a schedule from your company or your work, then, you know, you might be a little bit ahead of the game. And I don't know, like for you, Alan, do you have a set schedule? I mean, with yeah. Your company? Yeah. I mean, it's just still a kind of a nine to five type of thing, but. Um, You're expected to be available and online and like. What? Yeah. I mean, there's not as much, um, you know, obviously you have to kind of set your own pace and what you're doing, you know, your breaks can be different because you're not in an office all the time. So I can always like, you know, go cook a meal or take a walk um, and and probably do more of that than I would if I was in the office. A lot of times when I'm in the office, I'm kind of the go-to for a lot of people. So they'll come to my office and so you actually so are getting of, more done. Probably, yeah, I'm getting a lot more done and, and a little more, it's, it's more ad hoc. As we use a, a tool called Slack that allows us to communicate with each other. And um, so we, that's where I do my interactions and talking and, and then uh, and, and the program that we're using, Zoom, uh, I, I guess we could talk, kind of give them a couple plugs. 
um, that we're using right now to, to record this. Um, it uh, is a it's a it's a perennial favorite for a lot of businesses right now, and yep. you can do um, video conferences and uh, with clients with your um, we use it for our clients anyway, but um, but also with your coworkers for internal meetings. It, it's it's not that much of a difference because you can actually see each other. Um, right. And, and I actually taught a class using Zoom. Um, That's cool. There's yeah. 12 of us in the, in the room, technically speaking. And, and uh, I could see all their faces. They showed me their camera faces. So it was really cool. Um, that is but, cool. But yeah, and, and it's great. There's just a lot of great resources. We're lucky to live in this age where that's possible. I mean, right. if this is 20 years ago, one of my students said it best. It's like, this is 20 well, years ago. Well, yeah, yeah what we doing? Yeah, exactly. And with uh, technology wasn't the way it is now. We'd have to do a comp phone calls if if that. And then, um, I mean, you know, you and I have been in the industry for a while. We didn't have this availability um, when we started off in in digital marketing, even. And and we were in digital marketing, you know. So um, the fact that it's it's accessible through your phone or through your laptop and Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's a lot. It's it's actually beneficial for a lot of people, and a lot of people are moving to the virtual world, um, even though they didn't consider it before. Which is a good innovation on their part because it's it should be that way anyway. But um, right. but uh, I'm glad that people are kind of um, the one positive we can take from this experience is that uh, people are starting to think more digitally and also think more globally. So like, um, totally. hey, we could communicate with people that are across the world. I just had a chat with a, a team in India because they want me to be on their podcast. Funny enough. And, um, right. and, and it was like real time conversations, just chatting with them. So it's, <laughs> it's cool. kind of, yeah, it's really other than, cool. Other than being 11 and a half hours ahead. It was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was 10 yeah. o'clock at night for them. <laughs> so right. they stayed up to talk to me. It's always interesting. The 11 and a half hours or whatever it is they have. Yeah. It was, it's really hour. bizarre. Cause yeah, it was like, yeah. it was nine thirty at night there. And it was like, it was like 10, 10, right. I was like, wait, yeah, yeah. a half hour difference. I didn't know. I do a lot of communication overseas too. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were great guys. And, uh, but it was kind of funny. I was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't. And yeah, she, he said, I could, we could do it in the morning, but you know, my, my wife will think I'm doing yoga, but I'm not. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I was, I'm communicating with someone who's like, you know, my cutoff is like one in the afternoon. Yeah. And because they're in my, I think near like Soviet union or Italy or yeah, I think they're near the Soviet union. And, um, it's just the time difference is just that. Yeah. Like, so it's like, yeah. you know, they'll, they're staying up late, but it's yeah. like, I've got to get everything in by one o'clock. Otherwise <laughs> it's not going to, you know? So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, setting up a routine is definitely important. And like, you know, for you, like you have that schedule, then you're going to have to sort of schedule maybe the elements around it. You know, you're trying to figure out, okay, my, maybe I wake up a little different time than I was normally before, you know, my breakfast is different, et cetera. And so, yeah. you know, but the schedule didn't take into account for those that have children that, you know, your six-year-old is going to come in and ask you 38 questions every minute, Right. you know, um, that's the part of the nine to five or eight to six or whatever it is that you work. So unless you're locking yourself in a room and, and just to note that actually doesn't work, I've tried it. Um, or, you know, you have a partner that's able to help you, you know, for many people, they may not, um, maybe they could, because the partner is either at work or they don't have a partner or whatever. Um, this is, why, you know, I think a a routine is really important so that you can alternate between work and dad mode. And that's where I wanted to talk about. And so having the routine allows the children to have then expectations and you allocate, you know, specific office hours. So my children, I've made pretty clear, like, listen, if it is between eight to five, and your mom is home, 
Yeah. Please ask her first, you know, right, like, right, right. Yeah. Like ask her first, you got a question, ask her first and you know, she can then determine. Um, and your, your, your family is a little bit more aware and can mentally separate it if, if they're old enough, you know, if they're old enough to understand it. Um, yeah. But, you know, if you take a break or like I said, my son came in and it wasn't my end time yet. And he was, you know, because he wanted to play. I was like, yeah. okay, you know, fine. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm not being so regimented again. But if you want to take a break and, you know, I mean, part of that is then, you know, schedule that. Say, hey, from, you know, 8 to 11, I'm doing my calls and I'm doing my meetings. And then from guess what? From 11 to 1130, we're going to have playtime or you know, whatever. And you can show if you the child's really little, you can show them on the clock and say, Hey, when it hits this, this is when we get to play, you know? Yeah. So you just want to do that. Um, you know, children love routines. It's, it's very, very important to them. And you just want to make sure that, you know, when you have a routine that then helps them with their expectations. So right, right. I think that's important. Yeah. Um, next thing is get ready. Number three is get ready. And so, you know, you've set up a routine. And so I'm saying make getting ready a part of that. And here's the thing. You might only be showing your shoulders and your head or whatever on a video chat, <laughs> right. like still put some pants on. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, dressing up does help put you in the right mindset. You know, and, and I think that's the, uh, you know, I'm not saying you have to do it all the time, but once in a while, it's cool to be in your boxer shorts and just hang out or whatever. But, um, but I do think it isn't that, for me, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I do think there is a, uh, some context of actually looking the part and then, then you feel the part. Absolutely. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I, I think even if you aren't doing video chats, you know, and you're still, you know, maybe you don't even deal with customers and colleagues and stuff on the phone or video that much. Um, yeah. I still, and this works for me. And, you know, some people maybe really enjoy the fact, but I, I do think it takes away from it. I like getting a, you know, getting ready. And this means taking a shower, put on my normal work clothes that I would normally put on. I get in the frame of mind that I am heading into work. Yeah. That's that for me is it. And that I have a job to do. Right. And so for those of us that are not, you know, for those that work at home all the time, you know, that it's different. But when you have a normal situation, I call it normal, but when you, I mean, yeah. that's not normal, but when you have right. a situation that you go in and it, this is abnormal for you, yeah. um, that you are staying home, still get ready as if you were going. And, and part of this, and this is why I'm saying it, is I think that you're setting a good example for your children. And yeah. they see dad getting ready. And just like, you, they need to get ready to, um, yep. you know, so my kids the other day, you know, they were in their pajamas. Um, now for kids, I think you can have some of that and there's some, you know, it depends on their age as well. For mine, I said, you know what, I'd like you to get dressed cause they were going to do some schoolwork. It's, a, and it's sure. the same thing. It's like after let's, you can relax, take, you know, take it, but we've got to sit down and, and do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because part of it is, I don't know. I mean, I'd be curious to see the data, but you know, are people as productive if they're sitting in their underwear or pajamas? I don't know. I don't know that. I know for me and my mindset of me feeling like I'm going into work, getting ready for work, I've maintained the same schedule. So that's all I'm giving these tips for, obviously, is because it's worked for me. Yeah. You got to figure out what works for you. But I'm still getting up very early in the morning, doing my exercise, 
getting, doing my routine. It's just, I'm pretending I'm going into work. Like it's right. nothing's different, you right. know? And for yeah. me, that's been, that's been, I think that's been really good for my mental state, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. then it feels like less has changed. It right. feels like things are, are similar. So I think it's a good thing. Uh, yeah. The fourth yeah. thing, create a designated workspace. You know, so if you don't have a home office, um, set aside some space where you will be doing your work and your kids know that this is dad's work area. They need to respect it. They don't get to use the space and the things in it aren't for them. This is dad's work area. And I think along the lines of getting ready, sort of designating the space also allows you to transition, you know, You've gotten ready, you get into your space, you are into work mode. And then when you get out of your space, you can then transition into dad mode. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it is, if you try to combine both of them, it's inefficient, it's distracting, it's unproductive. It's like nobody wins. You know, if you try to combine them, your work is suffers and your child suffers versus you being able to like get your work done and then move over to being dad. And you can really concentrate and have be present with your kids. So, yeah. Um, if you do, or, you know, if you're someone who needs variety, like you know, maybe you just you're someone who travels a lot. You're mm-hmm. you know, you just you sitting in the same spot forever. Like my wife would have trouble doing that. Like sitting in the same area, looking at a computer. That's not what yeah. she does, and so she would be able to do it. Um, I think then you maybe can you know designate a space every couple days or, you know, you do what's best for you. But I just think that designating that area um, is really good. You know, having that separation, even if the separation is next to the kitchen, you still have that separation. So yeah. I think that that was an important one. Um, the fifth thing is realis- realistic environment expectations. So I spoke about before about having expectations about um, like, your ability to do everything, like ease up on yourself. But this one is about having realistic expectations about your environment. You know, when you are a parent, well, in this situation, your kids and most likely your partner, if you have one, are home. And so it's probably not going to be that quiet. Um, (laughs) Right, yeah. You know, you might have kids yelling in the background, a dog barking. You know, everybody's doing the same thing. You know, you're, you're at your place, I'm at mine. And so we need to change our expectations of like what we think is realistic. You know, I, I will say to my children or I'll schedule some actual schedule time, like for important calls when they're doing their schoolwork, you know, right. because they have a tendency to be more quiet, but I know at 10, 15, <laughs> you know, for 30 minutes or whatever it is like not to schedule a call because like they're loud and they're having fun and they're like, they're on recess and, you know, and instead of me yelling at them every couple minutes saying quiet, I'm getting on a phone call, you know, yeah. like I don't need to do that. I just know like during this time, it's going to be more quiet. And so I yeah. never have to do that. Like, right. You know, there's been a couple of times where, I mean, like we're recording now or, you know, I've done some interviews or I've done some other things where you like, you want it to be a little bit more quiet then yes, yeah. yeah, so I'll say that and say, Hey, listen, guys, I'm going to be on for a couple minutes. You know, just, can you, can you be quiet? And they're cool about it because they're older. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. But you know, a toddler's, a toddler's not going to understand that. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> the sixth, the sixth thing is uh, just communication, you know, and communicating a lot. I mean, this, um, 
you know, I think you need to communicate with your, with your partner, of course, but I think with your children and if they are old enough to understand what's going on, then I think they're old enough to have a conversation about what is working best for the family. And we need to listen to them. We need to hear them. And, you know, what are their needs? And I, I've had this conversation a couple of times with my children because, you know, tensions are high, both on my side and or theirs. And we've had to talk about it and just kind of saying what's going on. And they were like really frustrated that they weren't able to talk to their friends. Yeah. They're really frustrated about something else. And so yeah. we, were, we, we have to talk about it. And I, ha- and I have to listen. It's like, it's hard because we've got our own stuff that we're dealing with. Um, you know, and it, it's hard for everybody, you know, it's hard for, and so you've got to have a little bit of empathy in these situations to kind of look at from your kid's perspective, like, wow, they're, they're dealing with this too. You know, yeah. they've got their own no, expectations and their own things of like, and so you just, you've got to come up with something that works for the whole family. And yeah, you know, what I'm doing isn't necessarily more important than what they're doing. You know, yeah, uh, it, it is, but we won't say that. No, um, <laughs> no, but I have to be sensitive to that. It's like, they're trying to get their schoolwork done. And so if I'm being really loud and on an interview and doing whatever, we've, we've got to work on that. Cause like, that's not fair, fair to them either. And I have right. the same expectation on their side that, you know, if I need it quiet, hopefully they will be too. So right. yeah. although kids seem to require way less, I mean, they, they, they could be in the middle of a, like of the music blasting and whatever else. I'm like, no, no, I'm reading. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> They're not too distracted. Um, yeah. So I think we just, you know, we've got to do that. Balancing it, you know, being dad and, and working from home, it's just, it isn't easy, but um, I, I do hope the situation is temporary and, you know, that we're not, you know, going to do this for very long just because there's so many people affected. But, yeah. um, you know, there was a, there was a quote that I really liked a speaker and a, an author, Billy Cox. Um, he said, the two things in life you are in total control over are your attitude and your effort. Yeah. And I think that's really important at a time like this where we have to keep a positive attitude. We've got to make our effort to communicate with each other and love each other, be supportive. It's hard. No joke. You know, I mean, I'm not going to like, sugarcoat it and say that it's really easy to do, but we do. It is a special time where we need it more than we normally do. And yeah. I think if we can, um, we can figure that one out. I, I think we're going to be okay. So, that's my tips for working at home and being a dad. If uh, Alan, anyone has any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, or they just want to send us a ton of money, what do they do? <laughs> they should email us podcast at dad university, or maybe hit us up on our social media channels with dad univ. Usually um, also hit us up on the YouTube channel and check out all the great videos that Jason's doing up there. And if nothing else, and you're listening to us on a podcatcher of choice, please leave a comment and a five star or, or a thumbs up or a really great review and it really helps perpetuate the show. 